Welcome to the Hazardous Casuals Podcast. We are an actual play tabletop RPG podcast, and we are currently using the Genesis Narrative Dice system. My name is Matt. I am the Game Master right now and one of your hosts, and we are thrilled that you have decided to tune in with us. Now, before we jump into our first episode, this was the first session we ran as a group and recorded as a podcast, and we wanted to let you know that our prequel arc, we had some issues. We were still learning the ropes of podcasting. We had some changing player dynamics. And also, our recording equipment was not the best. So there were a lot of ups and downs with our prequel arc. We had a player drop out of the group after their first session. We ended up adding another player towards the end of our prequel arc, The Secret of Three Oaks. So again, even though we kept our prequel arc, we posted those episodes, we wanted to let you know that you don't have to listen to these. Uh, they are not required for you to understand the story or understand what's going on in the story. If you want, you can skip really to the last episode of the prequel arc where we wrap up that arc and we kind of set the stage for the next arc. And also in the, the first episode of the, the first arc that we do, um, Off to Find a Wizard, we sort of recap the story and get you caught up to everything you need to know. So again, we thank you so much for, for listening. We do appreciate it, and we ask that you please don't judge us by our prequel arc. If you'd like to keep up with the show, you can follow us on Twitter, and you also could head over to our Podbean page where we have some uh, tabletop resources as well as some character background and also the World of Valeria background as well. And you can find those links in our show notes. So with all that out of the way, let's introduce the cast of players and characters. First up, we've got Gavin, who's playing Leo Thundershield, who, and his class is a tradesperson. Hi, I'm Leo. I'm a human, a tall, giant specimen of a man. I'm a tradesperson. I sell goods and swing a sword. That's who I am. Next up, we have Jordan. I play Raytheon Mistweave. He is a woodland elf ranger who has turned his uh, turned his mind to the study of magic later in his career. He uh, punch dances out his frustrations when he thinks he's alone. And lastly, tonight we have Donovan, who's playing a cat folk, and the cat folk in our setting are called the Dunair. Hello, my name is Katsu Rogan. I am a Dunair from the southern deserts. And essentially, I am traveling with this group of misfits to help out a bumbling wizard who convinced me not to take my own life with alcohol at one point. Oh, what a great choice that's turning out to be. Well, right now, I can only hope this adventure ends with a lot of wine, a lot of women, or at least half split of both. So before we jump into this first episode, we wanted to give a little bit of a backstory about the world of Valeria and what has happened leading up to this point in our story. Fifty years ago, a great war broke out in Valeria. The human kingdoms united against the elven people. Many of the other races of Valeria joined to help fight with the elven people. Some joined with the humans. The war raged on for ten years, devastating the land. City after city of the elven people fell to the might of the human kingdoms. During the climactic battle 
at the gates of Lithlilian, the last elven city, the human king of Arexia unleashed a weapon of dark magic. However, instead of giving the king great power, the weapon unleashed a sickness upon the land and opened a doorway into the Shadow Realm. Demonic monstrosities, demons, undead, and evil creatures that had never been seen before in Alaria came pouring through the rift. The war between the peoples of Alaria was over in an instant. Both sides of the war, human and elves, joined together to defeat the king and close the rift. Fighting through the night, they finally defeated the king and closed the rift into the Shadow Realm. The war was finally over, and the great weapon that was used in the battle was broken. There was peace in Alaria for almost 50 years. Even today, there are still those who remember the war, who even fought in the war, and some who will gladly even share their stories. However, many of folk have been keeping their stories to themselves in recent days. Times seem to be changing. Rumors of evil creatures and dark omens have been increasing, and it has led many to wonder if darkness has been slumbering until now. So, Jordan, tell me a little bit about Raytheon. Tell me where he comes from. Tell me a little bit of his background. Give us a little insight into who Raytheon is. Raytheon Mistweed came from, uh, let me look at the map really quickly, and I'll be able to tell you exactly where. He spent a lot of his formative years sort of stalking the dark forest. Um, and he, uh, he sort of uh, pushed, pushed those abilities as far as he felt, uh, felt he could push them through natural means. And so he has journeyed north to Three Oaks, where he's heard that there is a, uh, an academy for, uh, for magic users. And he thinks that he can maybe uh, supplement his, his skill with that. He's heard about this, uh, this great wizard, Morty. Uh, but upon arriving in town, he found that Morty hadn't been there in like four and a half years. Let's start there. Like, okay, so you're leaving, you're leaving the... I, I kind of imagine you probably stayed towards the north of the Dark Forest on the mainland. Yeah, yeah. Because um, once you get into, like, once you pass the... Yeah, once you get down further south, you get into, like, werewolf packs, and you get into the sort of territory of the cat, cat folk, or the Dunair. All right. Uh, make me a uh, make me a survival check. You're traveling through the wilderness. Give me a two purple difficulty. There we go. All right, so three successes. Okay, so your first leg of the journey, you make it through, I'm going to say up to... Um, so you're staying off the roads, I would assume. Much as I can. Okay. Um, so you got three successes. I would say that you made it from Mist Haven all the way up probably to the edge of the Peaceful Forest, up close towards that the road that leads to Ravenhold. And um, yeah, I mean, tell me, tell me a little bit about the adventure. Like you're traveling up there. What do you see? Have you ever been this far north? I don't think I ever have been this far north. Um, it's uh, it's kind of fun to, to you know get out of the area that I know like the back of my hand and uh, and really kind of put some of these survival skills to, to the test a little bit and um, you know so spend uh, 
spend one night uh, sheltering under a fallen pine tree. Um, and, uh, you know, the next morning, see if I can, uh, see if I can locate some food. I, I don't feel like hunting because I really don't want to spend that much energy on this. Uh, so kind of look for some, uh, for some, for some tubers and for some edible greens and for, um, and you know, if I happen to find any, uh, any, uh, berries that are ripe at this time of year, what time of year is it? Probably in like early part of spring at this early point. Part of Good. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I collect some, uh, collect some pine cones and, uh, and heat them over a, over a small fire, get the, get the, the seeds out of that and, um, and the pine nuts out of that and, uh, roast those and eat them. Good, quick energy that way through the, through the travel. Stop and watch some people pass, um, kind of evaluate, see what sort of people we're dealing with in this area. I stay out of sight and that's fine by me. Uh, so that's, uh, that's kind of the travel north. So as you make your way up, you make it to about the peaceful forest area, and you realize on your travels that a few things change. The geography definitely changes. You go from the very dense, thick forest of the dark forest to, you know, you pass through some swamps. Uh, you go through a lot of grasslands, and that's really what you see is a lot of beautiful, lush grasslands. And you finally make it to the peaceful forest, and the peaceful forest is probably completely different than what you're used to. While it's thick, it's not as dense, and um, it's just different. The trees are different. A lot of hardwoods and less evergreens. It's very beautiful, and there is a sense of peace to this forest. But you may be a little uneasy now that you're getting up towards and actually into the human kingdoms. Let's rewrite to Gavin. Gavin, um... How long have you when we when we play first our first session? Since this is kind of a prequel, how long will you have been in Three Oaks? Did you grow up there or? Oh no, no, I grew up around Sandy Harbor. Okay. I mean, grew up there. It was more of a base for my family. We 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 traveled between uh, between towns. We're all we've always been merchants. Um, our our big like family just just uh. The shtick of our family is basically to get something, some goods that are nice in one region that you can't find in another region of the continent. Or we just we just trek across the continent to that to that side, sell that for a premium, pick up stuff when we're in that corner, we head to another one. Um, gosh, I think I was probably born, but somewhere between Midrath and Valcrest. Uh, depends on which parent you ask, though. Uh, okay. <laughs> exactly where that was. Um, but it was definitely while traveling. I mean, but we, you know... We always had nice caravans. Are you still traveling with your family, or have you struck out on your own at this point? Nah, nah. There was um, there was a pretty big. Uh, uh, there's no family left. Suffice to say, there was uh, something happened around Lake Willow. Um, bandits or animals or something. I didn't really get to see what happened. I was away getting a getting a good deal for Mister Mister Hall. Okay, but but I, you know I got the family business, just building it back up. Bit by bit. Uh, you may want to. I believe you're looking at the the old world of Valeria, and I think you. I don't oh. know if that was intentional or not. Um, with with Lake Willow, but at this point, Lake Willow is no longer Lake Willow. It is it is Shadowhold. Yeah, you said is this fifty years after the thing? 
Yeah, so, so this is after the Great War. Yeah, so after okay. the war. Yeah. All right, then, yeah, let me go to that one then. We weren't quite aware of the stuff going around Shadowhold. Um, and we just thought it'd be faster to kind of slip through. I wasn't there. I didn't have a say in it. And as far as I know, they're they're lost. Um, so yeah. So what what brings you to Three Oaks? Is there is there something that that you necessarily, um, I mean, heard about Three Oaks? Like what was? Well, no, no. It's not necessarily Three Oaks. I mean, it's what I had in Sandy Harbor that Three Oaks didn't. This is the whole family business. You got to understand. Um, you ever seen those those prairie gators? Little like uh, kind of like gophers, I guess if you if you know them, but they're little like uh, crocodilian uh, marsupials almost. Uh, use use little uh, live in live in holes in the ground in the prairies out by where we live. I mean, just um, you get enough of those pelts. I mean, they make some good bags. I mean, um, some mages will use them for bags of holding, but I mean, you know, they can use a lot of material for bags of holding. Okay, but yeah. I got a good deal of those. I got some of the some of the fish that that are, are found around here that are on the west coast. Just got a bundle of those and trekked all the way out to, to Three Oaks. Um, well, I wasn't specifically heading to Three Oaks, but that's the first uh, town you hit when you pass when you pass through uh, Vast Haven. Well, how about this? Let's let's pick up with you in Lithlilian. Actually, let's 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 pick up with you haggling to. To get uh, to through the black fields with a caravan, and uh, or would you seek out an elf? So Lithlilian is um, probably the the elf capital. That's um, pretty much the largest elven city there is right now. Uh, would you would you seek out an elven caravan? Would you seek out a human caravan? Well, you don't. You don't. I mean, every town you 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 can have human or elf crooks one way or the other. Yeah. Um, you know these these elves. Um, where, where, where did they fall in the Great War in, in Lithuanian? Um, so all the elves were with fought together. Um, yeah, but but what type of elves are these? We're talking. Oh, dark? We're talking... these are these are high elves. These are oh, Lith- okay. Lithuanian is like the pinnacle of like high society elven culture. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to haggle with those high and mighty <laughs> bastards. I'm going. I mean, I, okay. So there are some places where I might go to a human tavern. You know, figure out what what a good place would be but with with these guys you know you know the human route's gonna give you the best deal because i mean i mean the philian they think anything they've got is better you can get anywhere else but the humans you know they they, they'll at least haggle with you so i'm gonna go that route shopping around let's 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 role play that out actually um so uh what'd you say your name is again Oh, just call me Leo. Leo, Leo Thundershield. All right, listen, Leo. Here's the deal. Um, we keep a tight caravan going through the Blackfields. We don't take the the Western Road. It's too long, and if you just, it's just, it's not good. We take the Northern Road. It's a little longer, but it's safer. It's also not as rough going north as it is, is west. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa! Now I know it's longer, but I thought Bast even had their half squared down. Yeah, nobody's got really anything squared. I mean, it's it's more just the place that's. I mean, yeah, there's some creatures there, but uh, it's more just the place. Like, it's just the feeling that makes people go crazy. And so the oh. the northern route is like it was the least touched sort of 
part. So that's why we go through the northern. I mean, we can, you can go the west. There's there's still caravans that go the western route, but if you're asking for my opinion, you go the northern route. It's the safest. We do charge a little extra because it's longer, but it's going to be safer. Well, now, do you guys take the trek through the mountains, or can we at least cut along the riverside? No, we, we cut the river. We cut the river. Once we cross the river, we head down the river, and it's beautiful weather. I mean, beautiful weather down the river. I mean, you're going to love it. It's, right now, it's, you know, it's, just, it's nice and cool by the river at night, and you can, if you want to fish, you can fish. Um, if you want to you know, pop off into the northern downs, sell some for the halflings, you, know, that you can take an excursion. You catch back up to us on the other side of the ford. But that's, that's up to you. you know, it's, it's a, it's a, let's, a, it's safer. Uh, B, it's more pleasant and comfortable. And, and C, you even have a little opportunity to sell some stuff on the way if you want, if you choose. Now, that's up to you. Uh, like I said, you can find the western, western caravans, but A, they're not going to be uh, – as many and they're gonna uh, call, they're gonna they're gonna um well well okay well what's your upcharge i mean this is gonna take longer what's your upcharge for heading north well it's it's simply just uh it's just a, a 50 silver more than than what you would get going west so it's not too much i mean 50 silver more like the lothilian caravans would take me there will take me west for 50 silver more <sighs> all right so you want to? Well, what well, are I mean, you saying? Are, are you telling me that that north is safer? Yes. But you're going to charge me more because it's longer. Yeah, because it's safer. Well, because we provide we provide protection longer. That's that's the whole point of driving in a caravan. But you just told me the Blackfields heading west was was more dangerous. Was uh was more caustic to the, to the people in it. Yeah, but. That's the whole point of like we take you a safer route, but we provide protection longer for you. If you want to go the other way, it's more dangerous. They provide less protection for you, and it's shorter. It's up to you, though. Look, look. I grew up around Shadowhold. You know, you pay for protection based on how likely it is you're going to need protecting. I'm not new to this field. I've done this all my life. My pop did it for all his life. His pop did it for all his life. You're not going to get me on this. I know you're. T- if, if West is if West is more dangerous, that should be more expensive. Okay. Okay. All right. Make make me a uh, make me a negotiation <laughs> check. <laughs> All right. This guy's going to be this guy's going to be three purple. This right, is good. Purple. This is good. Three purple difficulty. All right. Give me a sec. Negotiation. That's uh, there. It is. It's presents. So I've got two greens and a yellow for negotiation. And it's three purple, you said. Three purple. Also, two. Right. Uh, I didn't say this, but each we have uh, every person adds a story point to the pool. So right now we have. Um, let me add these up. These story points can be added to upgrade your checks. They could be added to give you uh, like a really beneficial item if you need it in the in a crux, crux moment. Uh, and they also can be used to activate talents and act- also character abilities. Okay. You want, me, you want me to roll my die? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, all right. You got a triumph. Nice. A success and a triumph. So how would you like to spend the triumph? Well, I'd, I'd, like, to get, I'd like to get the, the Trek West at cost. I mean, I, I guess I guess my negotiation with them was to get it at cost. Uh, so you get a triumph. I would say with uh, the success, you could get it down half, but with the triumph, you might you can get it down for 
cost, like without them, basically cheaper than what everybody else is paying. Is that good? Good enough? Uh, you want it? Yeah, that's that, that's good. That, that, okay. That's the deal I was hoping for. Okay. Uh, All right. But still, I mean, we're, we're we're talking head north for for the say, you know, at calls. Not yeah. not not charge not charging me more for protection that's needed less. Yeah, exactly. That's it, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. All right. I see you're a smart businessman. You, I, you're from Shay, Sandy Harbor. I had a I had a sister in law there. I'll I'll cut you a deal. We'll do a base cost. We won't charge the extra fifty silver, and um, yeah. So we'll we'll call it even cost and. Um, Pleasure doing business with you, and he sticks out his hand. I stick out my hand. Hey, who's your sister? Um. Well, she. Uh. She. Uh. Well, we don't. We don't. She's estranged. She. Uh. She ran off with. Uh, she ran off with one of them elves after she went out there, and then. Uh, oh yeah. I don't yeah, know where yeah, she well, went. So. Yeah, the Elven Harbor. Yeah, they're so close. Gotcha. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry for bringing it up. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, we leave out first light tomorrow morning. I'll be there. All right, so let's uh, Donovan. Let's pick up with your character. What is happening to with your character? We already discussed kind of what his trajectory was. I would say let's pick up with him in the dark forest. Maybe making his trek towards the dark forest inn on the mainland. What sort of um, is he? Can are you running straight there? Or are you just kind of meandering up towards there? So basically, Catragon. Uh, sorry, Cat T. Rogan uh, is fleeing on the back of a camel cut out into the forest to make a shortcut to head northeast from uh, the Dune Mare, from the desert, uh, basically south- southwest of us. And uh, uh, he is furious, in fact. Um, he, if you were to see him at this point... Uh, You'd see his ears just laid straight back and eyes just glinting, almost almost a froth at the corners of his of his mouth, with fangs bare, and just completely almost crushed, demoralized, whatever you can think, uh, as this cat person rides on the back of a camel. And um, at one point, he starts to make his way north as he seems to look a little bit more resolute. Uh, almost right towards um, uh, where's the city with all the werewolves? Uh, Wolfshire. Wolfshire. Um, and he travels that for a good bit and then strays east again. Um, so it's like he's kind of wanting to go there, but not quite. Uh, he keeps making his way northeast, though. You notice a pack of kobolds uh, before you cross sort of into mainland Alaria. And uh, you're able to kind of avoid them. You kind of see the signs of, like, some kobolds around. Um, you see some signs of some werewolves roaming. And uh, I think at this point you, you cross over into the mainland terms. Basically, you cross the, the rivers or the, the, the marsh, basically, into, into, like, close to where the Dark Forest Inn is. Now, you said you, you started going towards Wolfshire. Does, when you cross the river onto the mainland, do you immediately go towards Wolfshire and turn back to Dark Forest, or at this point are you going towards Dark Forest? Basically, when he gets to the mainland, he's going to try to head uh, northeast, still pushing his camel, 
Uh, the camel's a little freaking out because, I mean, it's been a while since it's been on desert. But, um, uh, but about the time he gets almost to the edge of the forest heading northwest, he'll probably come to a lot slower gait and turn eastward. So I'm gonna say, yeah, you get to you get you can get to the dark forest in uh, with no no problems at all, and and pretty much the dark forest in is like it's a nice in for it being out in the middle of nowhere. Um, there's a couple other things. There's a stable. Uh, there's a tavern. There's an inn. Um, there's like a you know it's a stable blacksmith sort of thing and a, a small little um, basically like general store. Uh, that you could probably get some like traveling gear, some rations, stuff like that. So you get there, and people immediately look at you because uh, a cat folk don't come up this far, and b they've probably never seen a camel. By the time he makes it to the inn, he's going to be probably muttering to himself, like, uh, "By the dune, uh, by God, Herbert." And uh, it's closed down. And uh, where where would be a place to to tie up the camel? Uh, you find an easy a spot either in front of the tavern, or you could find go to the stables. Either one. The stables might cost. Then he's gonna uh, um, basically t- tie his camel to where it can get some water. And uh, basically, in the whatever lamplights they got up. Uh, like he's he's probably not going to be paying attention to people mu- much unless they get into his way um, or try to confront him. But he's clearly kind of like in his own world and upset with himself, maybe. But uh, uh, as he uh, gets off the camel, I think what people could see is just one really long kind of uh, strange-looking sword on him. And um, he's dressed in almost all black. Um, and with a with a cowl that went up would cover most of his head, but it's been thrown back. Um, he's been doing uh, a little bit of uh, rage crying a bit, I think, on the road. Uh, and uh, my guy would go into the tavern and go sh- straight up stalk straight up to the top. Can I, do I notice anything interesting about the 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 tavern keeper? Uh, he is, imagine, uh, the guy, the actor in Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings, uh, the Bree Inn, kind of bald, middle-aged, got a, almost a handlebar mustache, sort of, like, got a dirty apron, a little over, a little, little heavy set, just your normal, like, kind of average human, you would surmise. Okay, so, so basically, as, uh, as he comes in, he's going to kind of, you know, sweep up, straighten up, and walk up to the, uh, st- like I said, stalk up to the shopkeep. And as he approaches, uh, he'll just kind of come up with, uh, "Hello, tap, <coughs> sorry, hello, tavern keeper. I've traveled quite a bit on the road. I was wondering, is there anything for a quick stay of the night that I can make some money? Perhaps I'm a little low on funds at the." Okay, he uh, he's watching a few glasses. He turns around, uh, a little shocked to see you. Not terribly like surprised like the other people. He kind of smiles and goes, "Yeah, you are uh, kind of far away from home, now, aren't you?" I have no home. He kind of looks you over, 
I mean, cat cat folk are pretty uh, pretty beefy. Like they're while they're uh, they're they're pretty pretty strong. They're they're usually taller than the average human. Uh, I would say. Uh, he goes well. I tell you what, my my closer's not here tonight. If you want, I got a free room. It's not much, but uh, when we close down, you can you can clean the the tables, mop the floor, and uh, clean the bar. And I'll take care of all the glasses and uh, I'll let you stay the night. That sounds like a good idea. Kachi is not behind an honest wage. However, if you have any vermin you might want to take care of at which point he pops up one claw from one of his fingers that could be arranged too Katji is very versatile but really desperate at the moment. make me a charm check how many purple uh, I'm going to say two this guy is pretty friendly a failure okay he kind of looks at you and he goes uh, I tell you what you just stick to mopping and uh, we'll we'll call it even. How about that? Okay. I kind of like to know the people I hire for security. Okay. Right, my guy would grab a mop, just start mop, mop, mopping away. <laughs> All right. Uh, maybe a coordination check. <laughs> Let's see how good you mop this this bar. How good you clean this bar? It's dirty. That's gonna be three purple. <laughs> Saying in that difficulty, Matt, my guy would be mopping like this, clearly upset there wasn't a better task, just flowering, but holding the mop with his tail. Just <laughs> mopping around behind him. That's um, great. That's great. All right, so you succeed with an advantage. Nice. So how do you want to spend that advantage? Um, I'd say I mop good enough to where I actually find some loose coins uh, on the ground. Okay. Uh, I'll say, like, you find five silver, and uh, do you bring this up to the guy, to the bartender, or do you just pocket it? I think I, I would... When I pick the first one up, do I find it all at once, or, or different? Um, I'll say you find it all at once. If I all at once, I would turn towards the, the, the barkeep, I guess from across the inn, and hold it up and cock my head. He smiles and says, that's a tip for a good job. I uh, hand it, you know, knuckle it down, make it dance, and then just disappears. Oh! <laughs> His eyebrows raise a little bit, and he uh, just nods. Kachi could always do more, but I will keep mocking, mopping for now. I did not mean that in sexual way. <laughs> he starts across the bar. Yeah, yeah he kind of just like looks at you like real. His brow kind of furrows. He's like, okay, he just starts going back to, you know, cleaning his glasses. All right, let's screen wipe back to Jordan. Jordan, what, uh, to, from the peaceful forest, which way would you go? Would you go just straight up through Valcrest? If you take the way through Valcrest, it, it I know it's to the right of Valcrest, Vast Haven, sorry, Vast Haven, but it goes through Vast Haven pretty much. Right, so I'm wondering, like, so how much does my guy know about the history and effects of the Black Fields? How old is your character? 36. 
I think he knows about the Blackfields. I don't, I don't know if he believes in the Blackfields, but I think he's known about the Blackfields. Um, I think every elf would know about the Blackfields. So as he goes up around the Peaceful Forest, he's going to try to skirt around Ravenhold and cross the stream at Vast Haven. Like he's going to try to cross, but he's going to try to ford the river. Make me an athletics check. This is going to be three purple. Ooh, that's not good. <laughs> you, you've got a story point. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. So explain story points to me again. So you can spend a story point to upgrade your check. Okay. I think I'm going to because I need to, I need to make this work. Okay. So you would upgrade a green to a yellow, and the check's going to be three purple. Okay. Let's roll it. Cancel out. You take one step and realize you cannot swim in this. Okay, so I guess I'm going to have to go over to Vast Haven. You could try to go up further upstream, or maybe try... If you want to cross it, your best chances are probably more upstream, or you can just go through Vast Haven. If you want to try to find a different place, um, you might could roll a, a survival skill and find a better better crossing place. Mm, I think we'll try a survival, survival check to find a better crossing. I think it's going to be a three purple too, because this this is a big <laughs> river. It's one of the bigger rivers in in Alaria. <laughs> All that canceled out again. All right, you make your way up to the edge, the to- the the far eastern border of Vast Haven. Uh-huh. And even there, like outside the city limits, it's still a extremely fast stream. It's kind of uh, you know, picking the dirt, just. Mother out of my bed, under my breath, just, heck, I guess I'm going to have to cross the bridge. I think, I think, you know, like, you have to recognize when you're in a situation that you can't get out of with the skills you've got, so you've got to use other, other means. Um, do you stay in Vast Haven, or do you just pass through? Is there anything that would force him to stay in Vast Haven? It's an, el- it's an elven city. It's beautiful. Have you ever seen an elven city? I'm going to say no. You are amazed. You'd heard tells, but it is far greater than any tell that you had ever heard. Is there something that I can roll to see if, like, his curiosity gets the better of when he stays in Vast Haven for a minute? Yeah, make me a discipline check. Okay, what's the difficulty? Well, how, how enamored would you think you'd be? I mean, this is I, this is one of the, the, the great elven cities. Well, okay, like, this guy's lived in the woods his entire life, and... Okay, three and purple. And he likes it that way. Three, yeah, three purple. <clears throat> I'd say three purple. What you can throw, you can add a boost die. Okay. Since like you, you prefer outdoors. Okay. But I would say, I would say three purple. Um, you want to look right there? Okay, you, you fail with three, three threat. <laughs> so, I um, so so like Raytheon walks into this this city. I'd be mad about how much he likes it. <laughs> I'm going to say he's drunk in Vast Haven for like a month and a half. Well, about three weeks. One one week for okay, each trip. Okay, that's, that's fine. I'm gonna, yeah, he's drunk in Vast Haven for three weeks, doesn't know his name by the end of it. He hasn't like washed his clothes in a week. Like, Oh, man. Because he thinks he is way more confident about drinking than he really should be. So like that's... That's actually his flaw, is that he is, he is uh, way more confident in his ability to drink than he actually is. Um, and so, uh, so like, he's resorting to, like, petty sleight-of-hand bets in bars to get drinks. 
But it's a pay to tap. Alright, I'm gonna say with that, it's gonna cost you about twelve no, let's say twenty. Twenty silver. Okay, so you spend that time, you finally make it out of Vast Haven. And um so you just head straight north to Three Oaks? Do you follow the road or do you take the the country right? I need to be out of all civilization for a minute because that was bad for me. Um <laughs> Okay. So we're gonna take the country way there. I'd say you find some, like, a very... You could find a, a very sort of, like, sparse-looking forest okay. if you want and make your way up towards Starlight Lake. Yeah, I'll probably stay there for a few days, kind of reacclimate. Okay. And then head up towards Starlight Lake. All right, what's up? Uh, let's... As you enter into the forest, we're going to screen wipe. As you walk into the forest, um, we screen wipe to um, Gavin. Gavin, uh, or Leo... Who Leo, our character Leo. Yeah, Leo. Yeah, Leo. Gavin, have you ever crossed the Black Fields before, or is this your first time? We this is my first time crossing the Black Fields, yeah. Usually we, we go usually we like to go through Elden Woods. The Elden Wood and just, just make that full sweep. But I just want to hit directly across because of the wares we've got this time around. Alright. I need to ma- I need you to make me a fear check. I think that this is uh, just a two purple, because what you enter into, it's fine during the day. Like you realize why they they chose to go start at dawn, um, because it takes you all the way until like dusk to get to the bridge. Um, this road is a very rough road. Um, they constantly either have to stop and pull out dead trees. Um, and as soon as you enter, like as soon as you leave the city and you enter into um, the black fields, what you see is just it's black. The, the ground is black. It is almost as if it's charred. Um, do you investigate it at all? Uh, no, no. No, no. Uh, <laughs> okay. The most I'll do is small talk to find out what's going on and uh... make me a, a two purple. A fear check. Now this is gonna. This goes off your discipline. Oh, discipline. Okay, I saw. I, saw, I, was, I was just looking at cool. Some disciplines. Oh, dang! Not that good. So you failed with an advantage. All right, you're you're un you're disturbed by what you see. I mean, it is it is just black. It's almost like black sand. It's a, it's almost like obsidian. Uh, but you could tell it. It once was dirt. Like it once was ground. And probably very nice and very lush, but the trees have just withered. Like it's it's not like they've been burnt. It's like they just they've just died and turned black. Um, you can't really make out like what sort of is if there's something on the trees that's coating it or what. But you had heard tales about the the black fields, and it does not do them justice. They are truly undisturbing. If, if and, I close and when my you eyes. Try, if I close my eyes, what, what do I see? Is, am I just fine? Am I better off? The same? Um, if you close your eyes, you're okay. But here's the thing: imagine being almost in a like sensory deprivation chamber, because when you enter the the black fields, it's almost as if sound is is muffled. You can still like carry on conversations, but sound just feels oh, different here. Yeah, the eerie sound where there's no echo when you talk; it just drops off. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and it's not that bad. Like you can kind of, it's almost like, kind of like, 
before your ears pop, like you, it's kind of just muffled a little bit. Um, so you 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 handle it okay. You don't freak out. Um, how would you or how would you like to use that? I don't have an advantage. Oh, you have a threat. Okay, I'm gonna say you take a strain. You take one strain from from all of this. But you soon, like I said, after a long day's journey, you finally cross uh, the Emerald River, and it is like a weight is lifted off of you, and uh, the 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 world is beautiful again. Uh, they set up camp, and uh, everyone has a wonderful feast. Um, you can kind of tell, like, it's kind of their way of, like, celebrating they made it through another another trek through the Emerald, or the, the Blackfeet. Oh, man. I can't believe they tried to charge me 50 silver for the short way through this thing. <laughs> <laughs> do you do any interacting with the people, or do you just keep to yourself? Yeah. Yeah, do I have passengers, or am I, am I the only one in this guarded caravan? Um, no, I think there's there's plenty of other other people. I, I would say there's probably about mm, probably about twenty twenty five people that are in this caravan. So, so really, what I'm what I'm asking around to find out is just what's going on in North Downs. Just normal, normal, normal goings on, or anything special I should know about any like special event. Okay, um, that would be probably like a streetwise check. Give me a streetwise check. Um, just two purple. I would think it's pretty easy, probably information to find out. All right, so an advantage and a—I mean, a, a success and a threat. All right, um, there's not a whole lot going in North Downs. Um, it's just uh, halflings. I think that they are. Um, I think the threat is that they are looking for like. The word is is they're kind of looking for like some fine, uh, finer items. Uh, yeah, like that's not me. For some that's not some elven. Elven, uh, maybe elvish uh, alcohol, or um, maybe some. They're looking for some jewelry. That's the word on the table. Yeah, I'm, I'm more of a short-term commodities type stuff. Okay, so with that information, I'm not planning on stopping in North Downs. All right. Well, I tell you what. Um, make me, make me either a cool or a vigilance check. It is going to be. Three purple. Ooh. All right. Here's what you uh, see. Uh, you're you're starting to settle down, and um, you guys are actually camping uh, near the the river. Um, and I want to say you kind of uh, are are kind of towards the outskirt of the. You're not like on the fringes, but you're definitely not in the middle of this caravan. You're closer to the river, um, but it's really cool. It's really nice. Um, he, the way he talked, the weather is beautiful, but on the other side of the river, you see six red eyes glowing in the dark. Oh, crap. What do you do? I, I ask one of the guards about it. Hey, hey, guard. Yeah. Hey, what do you what want? those eyes about? Where are right eyes? there, across, across the river. Oh, well, that's probably, maybe it's some, uh, some ferrix. Maybe it's just some kobolds, but... Did you lie? Red, <laughs> red eyes. 
They're not yellow eyes, yeah. red eyes. No, I mean, it might be some kobolds, but uh, it's probably some ferrics. We never, usually uh, usually we see them during the day. It's a little odd that they have packed up during the night. We'll, uh, but don't worry, we'll make sure that we uh, put extra extra guards on, and I'll actually go get our archer, and uh, he'll fire a couple arrows, and that should scare them off. All right. Don't worry, we're here to protect you. All right, I saw six sets. There's six six eyes or two pair, three pairs of well, eyes. Tell me what there I saw. Go. I told you I saw six <laughs> sets. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it was only three pairs. It's, it's okay. It's all okay. Right, okay. Right. It's okay. <laughs> don't, don't worry. <laughs> if I elevate the threat, I'll I'll sleep better. <laughs> <laughs> Let's screen wipe over to Donovan. Uh, cat G. All right, so you uh, you wake up the next day, and I mean the bed was pretty nice. It was it wasn't the worst bed you've slept on. It wasn't anything like home, but it was a nice bed. Captain's <clears throat> going to roll, sitting up in bed, and kind of look down like this and go, "How much would it cost for me just to drink everything away? Is five silver enough? Do they want more?" Well, yes. Are you asking the, the bartender? I'm trying to figure it out. I'm using my knowledge, being a person in this world, how much would it cost to just drink and drink? Well, it would. have you ever been to a human town before? My guy, probably not. Okay, so he's probably not going to know. All right, so he's, I, I, you probably would know that it's going to cost more than five, but you wouldn't have any idea as to how much. All right, so I would, uh, I would uh, go outside of the room. Go up. Do, is the bartender there? Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's there. He's um, pouring some people some drinks. Not not anything. There's not a lot of people in the tavern at All this right, point. So I go- if they are, they're drinking. They're eating breakfast, maybe with a a pint of ale or something like that. All right. So I would I would go up to the the bartender and go. Bartender. Is he a bartender or innkeep? Which would, what would you say? Uh, he's a bartender. He's the tavern owner, probably, or a worker at least. Person who gives out alcohol. Okay. Hello, human Bob. I have five silver from last night. Here is one. I've never been to human settlements. Please tell me how much these are worth. How much a room? And drink enough to forget everything would probably cost for a week. Well, depends on what you want. Well, one silver can get you one pint of ale. I I look up and go, it does not have to be good. I do not care about taste, only effect. Now, lodging per night is one silver as well. Okay, sounds like I need a lot more silk. Starting to per- regret giving you so. What about care for riding beast outside, like, uh, say, camels? Well, we don't provide that. You'd have to go down the street to the stables. But you're more than welcome to leave him tied up and just water him and feed him on your own. Okay. I Do you have any good spirits here, like... Uh, Ooh, perhaps two moons 
Moonwine? Um, make me a negotiation check. To, to, I, ask him if he has any there. Yeah, make me a negotiation check. I think it's a negotiation to find it. Two purple. Presence, okay. How rare is this? We make it all the time out in the dunes. <laughs> yeah, but how, 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 how do we, rare do you think it is for humans to have this? How, do you think humans would like a nice, cool, refreshing alcoholic drink in a pretty cool flask? Uh, maybe. I would think it would spread all the way up to Wolf area and across, like, you know, I bet they haven't heard of it much farther than that, but. Yeah, I think this is probably your best place to find it. So I think I think two. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Holy crap! You uh, who? Okay, he does not have any. Um, however, you got three advantages. Woo! So <laughs> how do you want to spend those advantages? All right. How about with three advantages? He is out. He looks at you. And goes, well, I'm out today, but. We should be having a shipment come in tonight. Okay. So to prepare for shipment, what is some stuff I could do to perhaps earn enough silver to, say, drink myself into oblivion? Well, uh... Oblivion. I mean, all I need is another... uh, All I can give you is a, a little bit of... Maybe no more than five silver today. Okay, and that's just to clean up around the bar. Now you can go down to the stables, the blacksmith, talk to him, or you can go over to the inn and see if there's anybody staying there that would like to hire you. What is the hire place you say again? I was not listening. I was focusing on tail. You can go to the inn, or you can go to the blacksmith. They might have other jobs for you. How about if I go there and then sweep up tonight if I can still move limbs? Sure thing. Welcome. Kachi. Uh, you remember her name. Good job, Bob. <laughs> oh, you remember my name. That's right. One rarely forgets only human name one knows. <laughs> All right, I go try to find stuff to kill. And then I would go out and try to find wherever the heck he's talking about. Uh, yeah, so where do you want to go first? Um, let's see. So I probably have, I have four silver. He gave me a pretty good idea of how much those are worth. Okay, so I, I, would, uh, I would look around and I would look. Um, now I go to the end, yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so how can I help you? So apparently... I just want to ask for work. I don't want to get you mad or call you black man or Smith or in Smith or man or Wilson or anything like that. Did you have a run in with Winslow? Yes, I think if that's his name or job. Yes, that's his name. Well, I'm so sorry. It's okay. He's he's a a, don't I'm not. 
how can I help you? Are you looking for a job? I, if possible, I would like job to uh, earn enough money to drink myself into a catatonic state. No, that's not a joke. <laughs> okay, well, um, we don't have any jobs, per se. Just to be clear, but... I'm not a drunk. I just don't want to think about anything. Eh? Well, uh, well, here's the thing. This uh, one of our gentlemen that's been staying here has been asking for uh, if there's any sort of trackers around here. He's wanting to go on a hunt. Trackers? Oh, that sounds like a skill that I might have if I... Okay. Yes, I can track many things. I often find myself finding tail in all night sleep. Oh well, good. You can go talk to Ellis. He's sitting in the uh, the lounge, and he's uh, he's got the uh, he's got the red vest. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> he's like goes back to folding like sheets and towels. Well, at least no boxes or or anything this time, I guess. And so I would go over to Ellis, and be like, "Hello, are you Ellis? Ellis Smith's person?" Yes, I am Ellis. I'm not Smith. Why did I don't know. You humans have crazy names. Uh, hello, Ellis. Uh, uh, I hear you need Tracker to find something. Yes, I would like to go on a hut. These woods are full of amazing creatures, I hear. Oh, that is good. I am full of tracking skill for amazing creatures. Good. Let us, uh, shall we leave now? Okay, let's go right now. Hip-hop cheer. What sort of animal are you tracking? Well, I would love to find a beautiful black forest deer. But, just on the down low, if we ever find, if we happen to find um, any wolves, I would love to take down a wolf. Yeah. Kind of just look, when he says that, he just leans closer to you. Like, he doesn't say werewolf, but, like, you know, so I could have a interesting story to tell. Uh, yes. You, you do know that werewolves are very dangerous. I would try to size them up. I did not say werewolves. I said wolf. What kind of man do you think I am? But do you think, he's like, leans in and whispers, do you think that might be a possibility? <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am brave of Dunmare, and I, I display my sword. This sword has taken many wolves' lives, although the pelts of which often you would not want to use for anything. But uh, you've killed where? I mean, you've killed werewolves. We are the Dunmare. What do you think we do every day? It's like a meet and greet for us. Oh, they tell us that. That hogwash up in the cities about cat folk chasing after werewolves. But none of us really believe it. But are you really saying that that's true? That's what my people do. We, uh, we go hunting. And sometimes they move into our territory and sometimes we kill them. Sometimes they fall uh, to us. Sometimes we fall to them. Sometimes we fall in love with them and then our own people kill them. And that happens. I would look directly at them. So I do not necessarily think we will find werewolves. Besides, what time of month? 
Um, roll me a, uh, a white Two die. Two at a time? Okay. <laughs> My guy is out of it. <laughs> um, okay. It is not the full moon. You don't know that uh, you're likely to find them on the full moon, which is probably not for another three weeks. Well, if we could find a wolf, my good sir, and if we could kill that wolf, then we could have that wolf. I could have that wolf stuffed, and people would believe that it was a werewolf. Okay. If you catch my drift, any winks at you. Uh, yes. Uh, is this common custom, or do you have thing and I? I could uh, play a cloth. I could pick <laughs> it up, perhaps, if you need to. Let me see their eye. No, 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 no. It's it's a it's a it's a it's just a thing we do, like. Like, uh, like, uh, keep it quiet just between us. Like, uh, yeah. and he winks again. <laughs> like, really, like, <laughs> like, mouth open, real, like, real pronounced wink, you know? <laughs> uh, yes, uh, wink. And, uh, uh, so, all right, let's go. We have, we need to, perhaps we find rare, elusive, uh, Steppenwolf, uh, in these forests. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So as you guys, uh, as he grabs his trusty bow and his uh, binoculars, he uh, puts on his hunting jacket. And the two of you head out into the woods. And that will be where we end our first session. So thank you once again for tuning in and listening to the Hazardous Casuals podcast. I've been your host and GM, Matt. I hope to see you next time. Content of this podcast is the property of the Hazardous Casual Podcast. The Genesis Role Playing Game, Genesis Logo, and Realms of Turnoff are property of Fantasy Flight Games. The content used from the Genesis Foundry belongs to their respective owners. The area setting and setting books is property of the Hazardous Casual Podcast. Music is provided by Rayburn Johnson or otherwise stated in the show notes.